0: You, The Life of Riley. Prel, well, the shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes and leaves hair radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley and a visit from your favorite, Red Skelton. A father than Chester A. Riley would be hard to find, especially when it comes to his teenage daughter, Babs. No mother hen ever clucked so anxiously over a young chick. And whenever Riley starts clucking, as he's doing right now, it means only one thing. He's going to lay a big egg. Peg, Peg.
1: Oh, hello, Riley. I didn't hear you come in.
0: Peg, call a doctor, quick.
1: Riley, what's happened? Is it Junior? He's been in an accident. Peg,
2: call a psychiatrist right away.
1: It's for you. Now, <laughs> so lie down, dear. You'll snap out of it. And you'll just have to give up that riveting job.
2: It's not for me. It's for Babs. I was passing her room just what's now. What's wrong with Babs? Well, come here. You'll see for yourself. Well,
1: what's the matter? Is Shh,
3: she... listen. In Babs's room.
1: Oh, Tom, it's sweet of you to ask me to be your wife, but I can't think of marriage just yet. My career comes first. Of course, I'd be glad to wear your frat pin and go to the dance with you and drive around in your convertible, but let's not talk about marriage for a while. You hear that? Well?
2: There's no one in the room with her. She's talking to herself. And what's worse, she's calling herself Tom. (laughs) What of it? She's forgotten she's a girl. This can get her into big trouble.
1: eh? Oh, Riley, come away from there. Babs is perfectly all right.
2: That's that studying. Too much algebra. Drive anybody nuts. Always trying to find X. I know. I spent six years in high school looking for X, and I never found it.
1: <laughs> Riley, I know exactly what's wrong with Babs.
2: You do? Well, uh, I, I didn't want to ask you, but as long as you brought it up yourself. Uh, tell me, ha- has there ever been anybody in your family who, uh, you, you know...
1: Chester who... Riley, are you asking me if there's ever been any insanity in my family?
2: Yeah, nothing personal.
4: (laughs) Well,
1: there was one person who everybody thought was crazy.
2: Now we're getting somewhere. Who?
1: Me, when I
4: married you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, just a minute, Peg. What do you mean you... Oh,
1: Miss Riley, how could you think for one minute that your own daughter is...
2: Oh, but she's got symptoms. Talking to herself, calling herself
1: Tom. She's got symptoms, all right, but it's not what you think. Well, what could it be? Riley, do I have to take you aside and tell you the facts of life?
2: Peg, is there something I ought to know that you're holding back?
1: (laughs) Your daughter has fallen in love. Babs? Yes, that's why she spends half her time daydreaming out loud about this Tom. He's coming here to see her tonight.
2: Babs, in love? Bears.
1: Well, why are you surprised? Is it so unusual for young people to fall in
4: love?
2: No, you're right, Peg. Love was always a big thing in my life. Right up until the time I got married.
4: <laughs> Embrace me,
1: my sweet embraceable... Oh, hello, Mother. Daddy, I didn't even know you were home. Embrace oh. oh, she's in a day. She's really got it bad.
2: Yeah, her heart's so full of love, she's just got to pour it out and singing. Just listen to her.
1: Well, I'm glad to see you're acting intelligent about this. I was afraid you'd make a fuss.
2: Who, me? What's there to make a fuss about? Because she's in love? Well, that's natural. Reminds me of the time when I was young. Remember in the park how we'd sit on the bench where it was dark and you'd sing and then I'd. Beds, cut out that singing! <laughs>
1: It's almost eight. Tom will be here soon. Did you talk to Daddy? But not yet, Babs. Oh, but you promised. You know how Daddy is when a boy spends an evening here. Now, don't worry, dear. I'll get him to go to a movie. Hey, hey. Oh, do it now, Mother, before Tom gets All here.
2: All right. Peg, you got a good book to loan me. I feel like staying in tonight and reading a book. I need some sleep. Well.
4: <laughs>
1: dear, uh, wouldn't you rather go to a movie? Yeah, okay, Dumbo. Well, here's 50 cents. Have a good time. <laughs>
2: Well, uh, ain't you going?
1: No, I I think I'll stay in tonight.
2: Oh, well, I don't like to go alone. I'll stay in and keep company with you. eh?
1: Thank you, but I can do without you this evening. Well, hey,
2: Babs, what are you all dressed up for? And who took the slipcovers off the couch? Riley. And look, cigarettes in the cigarette box. We expecting a visitor? Oh, oh. (laughs) Tonight's the night your new crush is coming. Well, now, i got to stay here and meet him.
1: Oh, no, you mustn't.
2: I mustn't.
1: Oh, well, uh, I mean...
2: Oh, I get it. So that's why you're trying to push me out of the house. You're ashamed of me. Oh,
1: oh, I am not.
2: You are so. You're afraid those fancy college friends of yours will think I ain't got culture. (laughs) Well, it's time you learned you can't hide the truth. Oh.
1: Riley. Oh, come on, Daddy. Be nice. Go out.
2: I had enough of this. Now, you listen to me. I'm the head of this house, and I do as I please. No one can bribe me with 50 cents and try to push me out of the house to go to a movie. Not if I don't want to. I ain't budging from this spot.
1: Chester Riley.
2: Well, all right, but at least give me 10 cents for popcorn. (laughs)
3: Ronnie? Oh, it's you, Gillis. Why the glum gloom?
2: I just had a little argument with Peg. Babs' boyfriend is visiting, so Peg tried
3: to push me out of the house. You know what she said? How should I know? I ain't the kind of a guy who goes around snooping, eavesdropping on his next-door neighbor. Boy, I told her off plenty. You were right. At least you should have given me ten cents for popcorn. (laughs) Gillis, you heard. Well, my radio went on to blink and I couldn't get it face to be ignorant, so instead I listened to you. (laughs) Women, always trying to push you around. Yeah, you gotta stand up to them. Yeah, fight back. Don't let them
2: get away with it. Gillis, you wanna go to the movies with me?
3: (laughs) Riley, you ain't going to the movies and leave Babs in there with that college boy sitting on that couch. Oh, I don't
2: care. If she's ashamed of me and don't want me around, I got my pride, you know.
3: You think that's the reason she don't want you around? It's plain to see you ain't kept up with the modern American youth. What other reason could there be? Riley, do I have to take you aside and tell you the facts of life? No, Peg promised to tell me.
4: <laughs>
3: Riley, think back 20 years to the time when we was boys in Brooklyn and we called on girls. You thinking? Yeah. Well, then... Don't you... rush me. I'm still thinking.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: now you know. Gillis, you don't think... No, Babs is pretty sensible after if all. If I he's... was Babs's father, I'd play it safe. The minute this guy steps in the house, throw him out on his ear. Well, I can't do that. He may be a nice kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be polite. No. Yeah, hide in a closet somewhere and keep your eyes and ears open. You want me to be a spy? Why not? According to the newspapers, everybody's doing it.
2: (laughs) Well, okay. After all, I'm only doing
3: it for Bev's sake. It's my duty as a father. And you're a wonderful father, Riley. Believe me, if I ever have a daughter, I'd only wish you could be her father. (laughs) Riley, when is he getting here? We've been in this closet a half hour already. Well, he ought to be here any minute. It's getting stuffy. There ain't much oxygen in here.
2: Oh. Now we'll have to save it.
3: I'll breathe in and you breathe out.
2: <laughs> what
3: do you mean, Dob? Shh. I hear something. It's them. What are they saying? I can't hear. M- move over, Gillis. I want to peek through the key. Yeah, wait a minute. This overcoat's falling down. Where? Okay. Oh, yeah. Now we'll see. Well, what do you see? Uh, nothing yet. Oh, well, let me peek, Riley. I know from experience my eyeballs fit all your keyholes.
4: <laughs>
3: no, it's my keyhole. I'm gonna. I can see now. Yeah, what, 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 what? Babs what? just sat down on a couch. Uh huh. And he sat down beside. Him. No, no, he's sitting away on the other side of the room. A smart operator. He's just maneuvering. He's getting up. He's walking. Uh huh. Now he's on the couch. No, he took a cigarette from the coffee table. He's moving again. Uh huh. Now he's on the couch. Oh, no, he went over to the window. Now he's turning around. He's coming back. He's near the chair. He's past the chair. He's past the coffee table. He's up to the lamp. Uh-huh. Now he's on the couch. Yeah. I told you so. Babs moved to the other side of the room. He's chasing her. No, she just got up to get some candy. She's coming back. She's sitting down on the couch? Yeah. Uh-huh. But now he's getting up. What a dope. But this, he went to college.
4: <laughs>
3: he went to the bookcase. He took out a book. Uh-huh. Now he's going back to the couch. Now he's. Dude, the lights went out. I'm going in there. Oh, Riley, wait! Don't put on the lights.
1: <gasps> Daddy, what are you doing in the closet?
3: Mr. Riley, uh, don't you, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Riley, me,
2: you, you, you couch slouch. Put on the lights this minute.
1: Riley, what on earth He, he was you hiding do... in the closet, Mother.
2: That's lucky I was. They just put out the lights.
1: Riley, the lights are on.
2: Don't tell me. It's pitch black.
1: There's an overcoat over your head.
4: <laughs>
2: well, I think I'll go to the movies.
4: Uh, good
1: night, Babs. I'd better be going. Oh, oh, must you, Tom? I'll see you sometime. (laughs)
2: Wait, Tom, don't... I really
0: must. Good night.
2: Well, Tom,
1: what... Uh, Oh, (laughs) Babsy, darling, don't cry. Yeah,
2: Babsy, don't cry. It's no harm done. Get away from her.
1: How could you? Humiliating me like that. He was going to ask me to go to the dance, and now he'll never take me. But, Babsy... Don't talk to me. I never want to speak to you ever, ever, ever. Oh, Chester Riley... Spying on your own daughter. You want to be. I'll settle with you later. But, Pat, Don't you... talk to me. Babs. Babsy, darling.
2: Gillis. Gillis, where are
1: you?
3: I'm still in the closet. <laughs> Gillis, old pal. Don't talk to me. I don't want to have nothing to do with a sneaky spy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what a revolting
2: development this is.
1: are you listening to me?
2: Please, Peg, I'm eating breakfast, and it ain't polite for you to talk while my mouth is full.
1: You've had enough to eat. Now listen.
2: Give me a couple of more eggs.
1: No, we're going to have this out once and for all. Do you realize what you've done?
2: Give me another stack of wheat cakes.
1: You just about broke Babs' heart, and all you can do is sit there and stuff yourself with wheat cakes. What possessed you to hide in that closet? How could you make such an idiot of yourself?
2: Gillis helped me. <laughs> Can I have some more coffee?
1: Oh, I just don't understand you. Well,
2: a father's got to look after his daughter.
1: Not through keyholes. My father didn't spy on me when you called on me.
2: Well, I bet he regrets it to
1: this very day.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Give me some more
1: wheat cakes. Oh, the poor child was up half the night crying. But a lot you care.
2: That ain't true. Believe me, I'm heartbroken about this. Right now, just thinking about it, I got a big lump in my throat.
1: That's the wheat cakes.
2: It ain't not, it's sediment
4: Oh
2: It'll be okay, Peg, I'll fix things up
1: It's I... too late, the damage has been done You frightened her boyfriend off, he'll never take her to the prom now
2: Well, she can change boyfriends
1: And when the word gets round, she'll be the stock of the whole neighborhood
2: So she'll change neighborhoods
1: It might be simpler if she just changed fathers
2: Well, that's a good idea, she can... Uh, work. That's not a nice thing to say. A guy can't sit down to breakfast without being insulted.
1: Just a minute. Where are you going? I'm
2: going out to eat breakfast. (laughs) Change fathers, she said. After all I'd done for them, now they want to change fathers. Well, that's what they think. I'd like to meet the guy who tried to take
5: me away from them. How do you do, Riley? Well, it's Digger, it's you. It is I, indeed. Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker.
4: <laughs> Greetings, Riley.
5: You're looking fine. Very natural. Well, the, what are you doing around here, Digger? Oh, I'm on my way to the weekly meeting of the UEPGC. UEPGC? The Undertaker's Embalmers and Pallbearers' Glee Club. Oh. I'm going to sing that popular song from the Hit Parade. What's that? Put him in a box, tie it with a ribbon, and drop it. (laughs) Digger, Digger, I'm in trouble. Oh, not again, Riley. No sooner do I pull you out of one hole than, bingo, you're in another. One of these days, you'll find yourself in a hole, and I'll let you stay put. (laughs)
2: Well, I can't help it, Digger.
5: The trouble with me is I always let people down. That's my trouble, too. (laughs) But I always cover up my mistakes.
2: (laughs) Now, I really pulled a boner this time. Babs was entertaining her boyfriend, and
5: I spied on him from the closet. Oh, spying's a bad business. I remember I once suspected that one of my assistants was loafing on the job, so I hid in a box and spied on him. Did you nail him? No, he nailed me. (laughs) Oh, I was mortified.
2: Well, I was caught too. Poor Bev. She's heartbroken. Now she's got no one to take her to the
5: dance tonight. Riley, your problem is solved. I have just the boy for you. Yeah? Who? My wife's nephew. He's coming in from out of town today. Yeah, is, Is he a nice boy? Well, I've never met the dear lad personally, but my wife comes from a fine family. Upstate farmers. The closer people are to the soil, the better I like them. Well, gee, he sounds okay. Will you send him over
2: tonight for dinner?
5: Indeed I will. Oh, Digger, you're a real pal. I can always count on you. That makes us even. I'm counting on you. (laughs) Now, if you'll excuse me. Oh, wait a minute, Digger. You didn't tell me your nephew's name. Oh, yes. It's Clem. Clem (laughs) Cadiddlehopper.
4: Well, cheerio.
5: I'd better be shoveling off.
2: Babs! Babs! Babs, open the door! Go away! But it's me, Daddy! Leave me alone! But, Babs, I got good news. I fixed everything. Babs, you...
1: Oh, Riley, haven't you done enough? But
2: I got good news. Here I go and fix it so Babs can go to the dance and you... Oh, Oh.
1: Daddy, you spoke to Tom. He's taking me to the dance.
2: Not Tom. I got somebody better than Tom. Clem.
1: Well, who's Clem?
2: Well, he's a wonderful boy. You'll be crazy about him.
1: Oh, Riley, you have no right to pick up strangers.
2: Well, he ain't a stranger. He's Digger Odell's nephew.
1: Oh. Yeah,
2: and Digger says he's a lovely boy.
1: Well, if Mr. O'Dell says he's nice, I, I guess it's all right.
2: Why, well, sure. And you know Digger, he don't make snap judgments. He always goes below the surface.
4: <laughs> now,
2: Clem will be here for dinner, and after, you can go to the dance.
4: But how do I know I'll like him?
2: Don't worry. You'll like him. I guarantee it. The minute you see him, you'll swoon.
1: Oh, oh, but Daddy... But I...
2: That's Clem.
1: Oh, I'm not even dressed. Oh, neither am I. Well,
2: hurry up and fix yourself up. I'll entertain him. Oh,
1: In your Now make it
6: snappy. Well, here I am.
2: No, no, no. No, I couldn't have seen it. I don't drink.
4: <laughs> well.
2: I'll open the door. Maybe it ain't there
6: anymore. It's still here. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my girl? I hope she looks better than you do, brother. <laughs> yes, sir, you're looking at a man that's in the mood for romance. Boy, I ain't been kissed since we sold our nearsighted cow. Are you... Are you Clem Cadiddlehopper? Uh, don't let my pointed head fool you. I ain't Woody the Woodpecker. ho, <laughs> ho. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I am. (laughs) Oh, no, I I couldn't be, not with my ostrich-like Nick.
2: (laughs) Tell me, son, where did Digger O'Dell dig you up?
6: Oh, wouldn't you like to know? (laughs) I'm sorry I'm late, but I just went down to the draft board. 24s go now, you know. Uh. The first doctor examined, he said I was a moron. Well, I resented that. So I took it to a higher-up. I demanded an IQ from three impartial psychiatrists. How did they finally classify you? Care to shake hands with an imbecile? (laughs)
4: Look,
2: Clem... Clem, you better go. There's
6: been a mistake. I... Mistake? Yeah. Well, I got more information that you weren't expecting to see me. Well, not till Groundhog Day. No.
4: <laughs>
6: you shouldn't have come here like this. You should have phoned me, Clem. You, you... Well, I tried to phone you, but I can't get the hang of these city phones. You, know? you used up all my nickels trying to get the operator. Every time I put my nickel in and pulled the receiver down, all I got was lemons and cherries. <laughs> Compared to this guy, I'm Einstein. Well, where's my girl? Drag her in. I can't stand here puckered up all night, you know. This alum don't come cheap, you know. But, Clem, I told you there's a mistake. Well, let's get going, stupid. Who are you calling stupid? Uh, Don't flatter yourself. I was just talking to myself. Clem, look, you gotta go, please. I ain't budging, not till I see my girl. Oh, beat me with a licorice whip, I'm the candy kid. Clem, look. Clem, Clem, wait in here, huh? In here, huh? Uh, What is this, bud? That's the parlor. Kind of small for a parlor, isn't it? What what are all these coat hangers doing? Hey, let me out of here. Clem, please. Clem, keep quiet. Oh, I'm
1: sorry, I'm late today. He,
2: he ain't here. He didn't come yet.
1: Well, who was that at the door?
2: Oh, uh, that the, the was the Fuller Brush Man. <laughs> well,
1: what's that? In the closet?
2: It's those California moths. Peg, <laughs> I, I got a call, Digger. Peg, don't open up that closet. The moths may attack you. I'll be right
4: back. Hmm,
1: there's something funny. I better take a look in that closet. I couldn't have seen it. I don't drink.
6: Well, it's about time, girlie. Hey, who put out the light?
1: <laughs> There's an overcoat over your head. Oh,
6: well, here I am.
1: You're Clem Cadiddlehopper?
6: Yeah, don't let the hat fool you. I ain't had a Cadiddlehopper.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's
6: too fast for her. She didn't get it. She didn't get it. Didn't care much for it myself. <laughs> Are you my girl? You ain't no chicken, you know. Well, really, I Well, let's get going now. Let's get going before you get any older. Come on, pucker up.
4: Oh, well, I never
6: No, I never did either, but I'm going to tonight. Come here, my little flower.
1: Now, 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 wait, Mr. Cadiddlehopper.
6: Oh, I'm trailing you little honeysuckle.
1: Oh, now, Mr. I'm K-Kadiddle. another.
6: I'm a heels-beels, I am.
1: Wait, Mr. Cadiddlehopper. Don't, don't. I'll call my husband. Uh, you
6: can call him, but he'll have to bring his own girl. <laughs> oh, Riley,
4: help!
6: Peg, what's...
2: Peg, where are... Cadiddlehopper, get off my wife's lap.
6: Well, what do you know? He's insanely jealous. Chester Riley. Now, wait, Peg. I didn't.
1: You expect Babs to go out with this.
6: this. Shake this... hands with an imbecile. <laughs> Mother! Mother! Oh, Riley. If
1: Babs sees him, she'll have a fit. Uh,
6: uh, I can't wait to get to the dance hall. i got to get these things off. Shoes, they call them.
1: <laughs> I'm warning you, Riley. Don't let Babs see him. She'll never speak to you again.
6: Well, what can I do? He won't go in that closet again.
1: Oh, yes, he will. Uh, come here, Clem.
6: I knew she'd finally succumb.
1: <laughs> Will you uh, wait in here, Clem? What? In the library?
6: Looks just like the parlor to me.
1: <laughs>
6: hey, let me here. Mother!
1: Oh, here you are. Mother Tom just phoned. He's taking me to the dance after all. He's calling for me any minute. Where's my coat? Oh, oh, it's in the closet. Bam! Bam don't! Uh-huh. What? Daddy, what on earth?
2: I know, Babs. You don't drink, but you saw it all right.
4: <laughs> oh, oh,
6: that's Tom now. Oh, uh, Babs, here I am. What? i you're you're my date tonight, you know. Hello?
4: Goodbye.
6: A short evening, wasn't it?
4: <laughs> well, Looks like
6: I'm stuck with you, Mom. Get your bubble gum. Let's blow.
4: <laughs> hey.
6: Hey, wait, where are you going?
1: If you think for one minute that I'm going to stay in the house with this...
6: But... I'm still an imbecile. I'm in a rut.
1: <laughs> I'm going to a movie. What dumpling? You... you... can entertain Mr. Cadiddlehopper. But...
6: Are you my date, brother?
4: <laughs>
6: nope, here I am. <laughs> what a revolting development this is.
2: Chester A. Riley. Good night, folks.
0: And our thanks to Red Skelton for joining us tonight. We loved it. Dr. and Gamble invite you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix's Riley. William Bendix is currently starring in The Babe Ruth Story and Allied Artist Picture. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. And remember, for radiantly clean, lovely hair, get the shampoo in the tube. P R E L L Prell Shampoo.